and welcome to the first episode of the Blow and Smoke podcast. This has been something that's been, what, like two months in the making now? Or did it take us two months to finally get this rolling? About a month, two months, I think, yeah. A month or two months. Ah. Well, either way, uh, better late than never or something, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. We're here, we're doing it. We're doing the damn thing. Uh, with that being said, uh, the two gentlemen that are going to be blowing the smoke, uh, may I introduce myself, I am uh, King of the Clouds. Please just call me Clouds, it's easier and there's like 50 million different kings on Twitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's only one true king in my heart though, and that's you buddy. Oh you. <laughs> <laughs> and joining me. Then joining me this evening and every episode of this podcast, my good friend, would you care to introduce yourself as well? What is going on, everybody? I'm very happy to be here, happy to be a part of the Blown Smoke podcast. Uh, I am the co-host. My name is MC Wheelieasy. It is not Mick Wheelieasy. It is not McDonald's Wheelieasy. It is not Minecraft Wheelieasy. The MC stands for Master of Ceremonies, but you can just call me Wheels. And, Master uh, of Ceremonies? Uh, Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, so um, uh, the name, that, or the MC part of it anyway, that's all uh, rap-based. Because when I made my my username uh, originally for Twitch, um, I was getting super into, into rap and lyricism, and um, I always, like enjoyed mcs like a lot and i felt like they were very underutilized and very undervalued um so like mc ren uh mc yellow stuff like like people like that were guys that i liked and were like always in the back kind of contributing more and that's what i always kind of saw myself as is like not the guy in front and center but like the uh the marinade kind of making stuff a little bit better and yeah, the main product for sure, for sure, you know. I mean, so. and, and this and this partnership came about uh, because, you know, you're a good friend of mine. I felt like we have a lot in common, and uh, you know, playing more to uh, the your point of, you know, being the supporting role in the back, not really taking the front for yourself, sort of thing. Um, I look at our dynamic as we bounce off of each other really well, and that was why I approached you about doing this in the first place and i'm just yeah. like i'm so excited that we're finally getting this going um yeah you and i both yeah uh so uh <laughs> i guess i'll dive more into the story behind my own handle then uh i chose king of the clouds i was at the time a very big panic at the disco fan i'm not anymore but that's something we can get into at another time um they had a song on their Pray for the Wicked album that was called King of the Clouds. It was my favorite on the entire album, like, by far. Like, that was, like, the one song on that album I had on loop. You know what I mean? And, like, uh, and I sort of, like, you know, picked it up. I'm like, you know, that that's, like, a really cool-sounding title. Uh, because I'm like, this is 2018. This is, uh, this is, like, I was wrapping up high school. I was, like, very close to finishing high school around this time. And, like, initially, um, I couldn't even get the, you know, the King of the Clouds, you know, no, like, fancy, like, you know, spelling of it or nothing. 
because apparently the handle is taken up by someone who played League of Legends on Twitch and, like, hasn't streamed in actual years, I'm pretty sure. But, you know, I... I <laughs> someone else has taken it, so that means that I can't have it. So I'm like, all right, well, let me just throw 15 at the end of it then, I guess, because 15 was the number that I wore when I played uh, baseball, and it's always had a, uh, you know, a special place in my heart for that. I... <laughs> To go off on a tangent, like, I, I ended up, you know, liking 15 as much as I did when I played baseball, because, like, uh, you know, I was the I was the kid who was like, oh, I want to have number one, because one means you're the best, and, but, like, they were, they gave us our jersey numbers based off of the size of them, and I'm a bigger person, I, you know, I had to wear a bigger jersey, and so they gave me 15, and, uh, and I really embraced that, uh, the more that I kept playing, and I kept getting better, um, you know, the day where I was like, yes, this is my number. I claim this now. Uh, like, we were having, you know, struggles defensively. Like, we couldn't, like, field properly. So, coach was like, I'll tell you what. I'll Whoever catches a fly ball, I'll give them $5. And, you know, sure enough, like, the very next game, kid pops it up in foul territory. I'm playing third base, which is, you know, the other reason why I got attached to that position as well. Uh, I was playing third base. A kid hits a pop-up in the foul ground and just, like, step over there, you know, make the easy catch. Got five bucks after that. It was the coolest feeling in the world at the time. So I'm like in second grade or something, you know, I'm like five dollars. I'm like the richest kid in school. <laughs> um no, but yeah, getting getting back to uh you know, King of the Clouds, uh eventually it got to a point where uh, you know, rather than just being a chatter in people's streams, I decided that I wanted to take a shot at it for myself and uh you know, and, and I was, like, very quickly in a position where I was like, hey, I can really do this and start taking it seriously and, you know, doing this more. And I sort of adopted King of the Clouds as my brand, and now it's, like, you know, it's my icon. It's, you know, everybody. And the other thing, too, is that, you know, I'm a massive fucking stoner. Like, everybody everybody makes the weed jokes around me. Everybody's like, you know, oh, 420 and, you know, all the shit. Which I'm totally fine with. Like, I embrace that. I love that. You know, it's it's a really cool thing to me. Uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's the origins of uh, of my handle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Started uh, started streaming actually coming up really soon here on like a year ago since I made affiliate. I uh, yeah I. I just hit my one year about about a week ago. Let's fucking go, dude. Good shit, man. I I love that. I love that like uh you know, because we're we're uh we're a part of a a community. We uh we've adopted this moniker that I actually just like, you know, coined one night. I just like, you know, on a whim, I was like small creators versus everybody, you know, SCVE. I just sort of like, you know, offhandedly said that like on stream one night and it ended up becoming this like big thing for everybody you know to the point where it's like you know people are making this like their their clan tags on stuff or you know what i mean like we we play nhl a lot we named our we named our chell team after you know this this thing that i just offhandedly said one night but you know even in spite of that you know just like spur of the moment kind of thing and everything it's something that i you know i, I take to heart i stand by that it's it's important to me and um, that's the know, reason why we're here. Yeah, that's, that's why, re <laughs> why we're doing this right now. 
it's why we became friends. It's why I became friends with like everybody else that's in our circle right now. And it's just really cool because um, I was somebody who, uh, shout out Paul Sporer. That man was my inspiration for why I wanted to start being a Twitch streamer and everything. He really instilled in me this message of, I don't need a whole lot to just, you know, go for it, you know? And so I did. And, you know, I, I made, I made a lot of friends, you know, doing it too. Like there was, I mean, there's you, there's B-Law, Kyle, and, you know, and, and all of us, like within that same, you know, stretch of time that one year, one year, all of us, you know, reached affiliate with like within a couple of months of each other. Like it was really, really cool. Yeah. I mean, like, it, it, it's just become such a welcoming place. And since we were all, uh, we're all big baseball fans, big sports fans in general, we're always in there talking with each other. And um, it's been a really, it's been a good, a, a good community for me because growing up, I, I had friends who played sports, but they never were big sports watchers. Like I was like, I would tally up every win. I kept track of every calendar. I knew when the Yankees played every day um and stuff like that so it's just really cool to have friends like that now and also like have friends that are also streamers and are also growing and just building like a little community around everything um but i think moving moving into a different thing i guess like we can kind of introduce ourselves a little bit more talk about ourselves um so IRL, I'm I'm a 20 year old man. I hang out in my wheelchair. I wheel around with brittle bones, and um, I live in California. I basically hang out, watch sports all day. I I game when I can. I stream when I can. Um, big fan of anime. Big fan of manga. Uh, huge nerd when it comes to comic books and stuff like that. Uh, which I know me and Clouds have a lot of the sim- same similar interests, and that's. Some of the things that you're also going to hear on the podcast, other than just us us uh, shooting the shit, you know, it's going to be stuff about uh, manga and about uh, anime or even music that we like, baseball, basketball, whatever's Any- going on in our weeks that, like, we want to talk about. That's what you're going to hear. Yeah, anything that we feel like talking about on any given day that, you know, we're going to fire up and do this, like, that was... Uh, like my vision of this was, you know, again, like wheel and myself, we bounce off of each other so well, we get along so well. It's such a genuine friendship to me. And I was like, you know, I want to just, you know what I mean? Like I, I wanted to have that like, you know, dynamic and, you know, share that with a larger audience. And, you know, as we discuss all these different topics and just, you know, have this real like feeling of authenticity, you know, like we're not like, yeah. you know, like we're, we're. We're not, like, forcing ourselves to talk about it or anything. We're just like, you know, oh, hey, so this cool thing happened this week. You know, let's let's give our thoughts on it or whatever we have to do, you know? Right. Um, But, yeah, I was going to say, if Cloud's like, you want to talk about some of the stuff that you're into and your interests and stuff like that. Oh, yes. Okay, well. Uh, so, uh, yeah, hi. I, I'm Clouds. I am a 20-something absolute legend. Um where's the where's the lie though where's the lie though no, no there's um... no lie there's it's all facts <laughs> you you we're blowing smoke there is nothing but facts there in is the smoke here absolutely no but yeah um 
I'm non-binary, actually. I, I identify with a... At any given... Like, the best way that I can think of to describe it, uh, at any given moment, I feel both masculine and feminine at the same time. I respond to they, she, and he pronouns. Uh, my, my biggest thing is, like, you know, try and mix them in a little bit, you know, don't, like, lean too heavily towards one side or the next, and, you know, we're totally cool. Uh, my biggest passions, uh, baseball absolutely is probably at the top. Like, you know, ask, like, pretty much anybody around me. You know, I, I can't go longer than, like, two seconds without making a joke or, like, you know, just talking about baseball in some capacity. Um, other than that, though, I'm, I'm really big into video games. I have been... Uh, since I was like really, really like I, I was probably like three years old and playing with my father's Sega Genesis, the original Sonic on that thing. And then when it crapped out, he went and bought me a PS2 and that's sort of, you know, how I got really big into gaming. If I had to, if I had to select like my favorites, like off top, like Persona 5, I would say is my favorite video game of all time. And I'm also really big into the Fire Emblem series as well. Uh, but there's a lot of different stuff that I've played to some capacity or another. My biggest thing is that I just don't finish a lot of the things that I start and it, it makes me angry because it's like, I spend money on these things or like, you know, I, I don't know, or, or I'm like really like into it for a minute and then I just drop it and then I start something else and it's this constant, you know, repeating process and I hate it because it's like, you know, there's there's so many really good games, uh, you know, that I want to play, but I'm like, it's it's difficult for me because of that. You know what I mean? It's like, well, why am I going to start this if I'm just going to quit? Like, you know, part way through, and I don't even mean to do it a lot of the time. Like, it just it just sort of it happens. Just happens. It just happens. It just happens. Yeah. Like that's a very common thing for me too. Pretty much the one video game that I've remained consistently, you know, playing is well MLB the show because it's a baseball video game and I'm one of the seemingly few who you know genuinely enjoy the game the entire year through like you know and and not and not for nothing not not to say that it's completely free of problems or that it's this perfect video game or anything like that like that's just not the case but for the most part I genuinely really enjoyed the time that I put into it which was a lot. Like, I went and I checked not that long ago. It was a little bit over 50 days worth of hours. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah. Hey, the one great thing about COVID, right? Spend more time for video games and for your friends. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, and, and I mean, I, and it's like I keep saying, too. I made a lot of great friends and, you know, just met great people through one avenue or the next and, uh, so I guess to some extent, like, MLB The Show 20, like, uh, even without, like, the game itself or anything, like, that was what I came up on when I first started streaming. That was how I made as many friends as I did. And so I guess, you know, I have kind of this, like, sentimental attachment to it as well, to an extent. Mm -hmm. So that's... For sure. <sighs> Not to mention the fact that, all right, I'm going to... I'm going to go ahead and, like, expose myself a little bit here. Um, I spent most of my first stimulus on MLB The Show 20 so I could finish the collections and get Mantle. And I have no shame in admitting that. Well, a little shame. It's, it's you know, that's that's a lot of money that could have been used for better things. But 
I justify it by, you know, it felt worth it to me because, again, I've played this video game for, like, what is it, like, over 3,000 hours or something? I can't remember off top. I'm not going to look right now, but uh, a bunch of hours logged in on the game. Uh, that Mantle card in particular, I was really, really good with. Like, he was one of my best hitters throughout the season. So, yeah, I would I would say that it was worth it. You know, Spend your money how you want, as long as you're happy and you're not hurting nobody. That's my rule. And the other thing, too, is that I was kind of getting a return on investment as well because I made affiliate oh, yeah. and I started getting, you know, paid from Twitch, too. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you have to put money in in order to see results. Like, it, as much as some people are just so good at growing on Twitch on their own, even just with a smaller setup, sometimes you have to pay it forward you know, for emotes for uh, from artists or give, uh, you know, your mic an upgrade or buy a, a second monitor or get a monitor uh, straight up. So, you know, it's it, it all just depends on how you want to grow yourself. And, like, that's something I'm, I'm for sure, you know, that, that will come up on the stream is, like, if there are any people that are listening to this that want to start streaming, if you have questions you want to reach out, we will talk about that on the pod. Yeah, and I absolutely. think that's something that we'll, we will both be talking about, you know. Because with MLB The Show 21 coming out, and that's like being, that's going to be most of my content, I think, going forward. As long as the game stays consistent. I had an opposite um, feeling about the game last year. That's just because I put a lot of money in, and I kind of had my expectations too high. And the game just wasn't performing to the way that I thought it should have with the money I was putting in. But I just didn't want to use the time to to one get better and to like i was playing on a tv so there is some excuse to me being dog shit at the game but <laughs> um you know like it, it this year i'm gonna give it a, a good honest try and that's something you're gonna hear about too especially from me um clouds is a very good mlb the show player i'm not gonna hear otherwise <laughs> we're not gonna take the cap no you, i'm no no, no listen, you make I'm world not... series more than half the time man i understand you are very that. good I'm at the not... game I'm not going to fight you on this. I've gone 12-0 twice. I won a custom league. I won a tournament. I almost won another tournament that would have gotten me a free copy of the game. Shout out to Bodie, by the way. That dude is a fucking legend. Like, just... Absolute stud. Oh, yeah. No, that was... That um, was a... But, yeah, like, but... it's... Yeah, so, like, you're going to hear... And, like, that's the, that's the thing, too, is as much as we are... Like, a running joke between me and Clouds here is that we are the same person. Um, <laughs> if you're ever in my Twitch chat and this fucker comes on the call or comes in my chat, I do exclamation point Clouds automatically and you just see, oh, they're the same person. Except, like, it, it, obviously there's contrasting differences, but, we, oh, yeah. you know, and like one of, so, you know, you're going to get the sim the similarities and you're going to get the differences. And I think that's something that, some podcasts don't have as much as you know you have people that bounce well off each other but it's not like in a similar sense it's usually two different personalities whereas yeah. they're very similar yeah we share we share we share a like-mindedness on a lot of things and you know likewise if you ever want to pop into my channel you type in exclamation point wheel you see the same thing we're the same fucking person you know <laughs> like yep but you know at the same time though is that uh you know even even when we do have our differences or our disagreements, like just when I talk to you about those things or like you know what I mean, like just just so I can like understand like you know 
your process on it or like, you know, why you think what you do about it. I'm like, yeah, that's reasonable. That makes sense. I can get behind that a little bit. Like, yeah, I can't point to, I can't point to a specific example per se, but I feel like there's definitely been at least, you know, a couple times where it's like, wow, Hey, you've totally like flipped my perspective on that because I heard out what you had to say and I thought about it more for myself. I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I can get behind that. Yeah. And, and like, I think it's also good that there is difference because we, we've already, you know, discussed things that we're going to, we're going to talk about on this podcast and like little segments and things. There are going to be differences, but at the end of the day, we are friends and we do agree, you know, to respect each other's opinions more than anything. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I did want to say, so, um, just remind everybody so like this podcast is just kind of us or this first one is us introducing ourselves um just kind of kind of shooting the shit a little bit you know with mlb starting up and then uh in the next couple ones we'll be introducing new segments um and you know we're all we're both brand new to this this is our first time doing this so yeah you're getting to see the growth that's, the other, that's another thing about being here early. So for sure. thank you to our thank you to our first time listeners. We our, love you like, so much. Our two or three <laughs> okay, listen, we see y'all, we appreciate you. We love you guys. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's it's funny though, like you talked you talked about like, you know, this being the first time that either of us have done something like this, but even still, this feels like really like natural to me. Like Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, like I'm able to just like you know, speak and it flows and it works, dude. Like I was yeah. like, like, because this is something that I've kind of wanted to do for a while. And oh, me too. And and like I was because I'm like I can't carry something like this by myself. Like I don't feel like I'm you know able to do that. And so I'm thinking like, well, who could I like bring on as like a co-host? And like you were one of the first people in my mind. I'm like, oh my god, it has to be wheel. It has to be. Appreciate it, brother. I do. Um. So I, I guess to kind of transition a little bit, um, we are both tremendously big baseball fans that uh, would do anything for our teams. All hail Oakland! Um, and go Yankees. So there, uh, that's something that, that you're going to hear a lot of banter between us because <laughs> um, it, it, Clouds is a big Oakland A's fan. I'm a big New York Yankees fan. And... I don't have any hate or at all towards the A's, but like, you know, Clouds Clouds does and it's and it's warranted. I think all the twenty nine other teams should have a little a little chip on their shoulder to the New York Yankees for being so good for so long. Yeah, and the other... for you like, you know, it's it, it's it's understandable though. Yeah. Like I I'm not I and I will say I am there's a lot of Yankees fans out there. I am not claimed to my knowledge to oh. be a bad one. I don't I don't pull up 27 rings bullshit. I don't talk about Jeter being a great defender. I will uh, if you ever are in my Twitch chat type exclamation point slander. Thank you KB Law, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Shout out B Law um, one time. So, you know, so that's just me talking about the Yankees for a little bit, but like I know Clouds is a big A's fan and they they would go to the trenches of hell, fight Satan, come back up, fight God, and then say fuck both of you, and take the Oakland A's and give them a hug, if he could. At the end of the day, absolutely, so. I would already. I got I got green and gold coursing through my veins right now, man. 
like just it's it's not easy though a lot of the time oh and, i uh, i i bet it's not i bet it's not yeah no uh, not exactly the greatest note to open your season on um i'll get into that a little bit later though yeah well i mean i guess if we want to get into it now um as it stands the new york yankees are one and two uh we lost the first series of the year to the toronto blue jays um I really enjoyed a lot of the things I saw in games one and two. Lots of plate discipline. Uh, lots of... Uh, so, well, not lots of. I The lots of, to me, that has been improvement through two, through three games has been Gary Sanchez. He, I, I am not a Gary believer, or at least I wasn't at the start of this season because the guy is so inconsistent with his seasons that I was out on him i was like this is your last year to prove me wrong or i don't see you coming back as the catcher next year i really think uh the yankees would just stick with Higa- higashioka even oh, though since, yeah like because like i mean you know and i know like you know 60 game season last year small sample size all the shit but like i'm pretty like didn't higgy like actually have a decent season last year too oh higgy when he actually played because cole liked him um, his ERA went way down when Higgy was his catcher, and um, yeah, no, he was fine offensively. He was good enough. Uh, he was fine in the playoffs too. So I was very, you know, surprised that the first game, you know, he hit the home run and he got a walk, and he looked a lot better. Like every ball he's hit this season has been hit hard, and that's, like, what I want to see. I either want to see hard contact or I want to see on base. Um, And that was my biggest thing with Gary at the plate. And him behind the plate has also been very good. His framing, which was already fine, has gotten better. Um, There's been a couple balls in the dirt that I think have been very hard. Like, catching balls in the dirt as a catcher is very, very hard, and I think it's not, you know, like, I'm not going to give Gary any slack here, but it's something very hard to do and he's gotten better and i hope he continues this for 162 games because he to me was up there with the starting pitching as one of the question marks for is he okay and is he gonna perform um i think what an absolute hose piece too like he oh he's got a hell of an arm if he can snap like if he can get to it he'll throw your ass out no questions asked so um he just has to get there first and he has to you know, he's a little bit slower when it comes to getting up on his knee. But once he does, he's there. So, you know, and obviously the rotation is a question and the health is a question. And that that is one of the shitty things about being a fan of the Yankees in recent years has been the health. And it's been, wow, you guys are supposed to be like one of the best teams in, in the league and you're not. So, well, you know, when are you going to get it together? Like there is a lot of pressure being the New York Yankees, and it sounds somewhat hypocritical, but it, it's true. You know, well, like that's yeah, something. I mean, I, you know, because like when yeah. you have as many bozos throwing around the whole, you know, twenty-seven rings thing and whatever, and like, you know, like you, you guys are the fucking Yankees. Like, I mean, it's World Series or bust expectations for you guys every single year. Which, like, you know, granted, a lot of the time, like that's it's not the most unrealistic, you know, thing to 
to try and do or put out there, you know, but at the same time, it's like, I mean, I couldn't imagine, you know, I, I know that, like, people like to crack jokes about, like, you know, players that don't do well in New York, shout out to Sonny Gray, you know, oh, we couldn't handle New York, you couldn't, you know, <sighs> which, which, by the way, shout out Sonny Gray, getting his career back on track with Cincinnati, I fucking love that dude, athletics legend. I, you know, I do want to say, and I've said this about Sonny every day, that uh, he's not been a Yankee. I just some guys just don't fit here. Like yeah, I, I it's it's a fit issue. It's like Lance Lynn is an, an example. Sonny Gray is an example. Um, and there's more that you know I, I we don't have enough time, but or you know that's this is not the time to talk about it. But you know, so I'm but. Back on track, though, I'm not worried about the Yankees. I, it's the first three games of the season. There's a lot of injuries in the bullpen. Boyd's hurt, um, you know, among other things. So yeah, I'm not I mean, worried, but, it, you know, it's not, it's not the start I was looking for. If anything, I, I was kind of looking for at least a series win. That's the expectation for me. It ain't baseball season until you start seeing a bunch of Yankee players get injured. It's oh, it it never is. Like I'll I'll be completely in on that meme. Freaking, I remember when Chirinos got hurt. I'm like, oh, he's DFA'd. It's over. You know, (laughs) there goes the there goes the Chirinos love. That was that that was a fun little experiment for a bit. Yeah, Justin Wilson being the third lefty. Oh, I'm so excited. We finally got the third lefty. It's on. Don't have to overuse Brendan Chapman. Oh, oh, shoulder strain. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Hopefully he'll be back. I soon, mean, but. you know, but like, but even then, you know, like you guys a couple of years ago, like I think your hashtag was like next man up or something. Like your depth yeah. is absolutely ridiculous. Like I, like what was it? Like that, Andrew the, Hart got injured a couple of years ago, and like Gio Urshela decided that he was going to be good at baseball. Like Gio Urshela fuck? decided, hey, uh, I sucked for the whole of my career. I'm going to be a cool New York Yankee, and he has been. He's been exceptionally good. Um, but I think also, like, flipping the switch, it hasn't been an ideal start for Clouds and the Oakland A's either, which is unfortunate. <sighs> we, get to, we get to get into that now, don't we? Um, yeah, we do. All right, well, let me see here. Uh, the positives. Uh, where the fuck did Chad Pender come from? That man, okay, like, so, he made two incredible plays in the outfield opening day he was actually like you know one of the only guys like in our lineup that actually you know did something this series i feel like you know we had he had the a's first home run of the season okay like just you know how many people had that guy picked to be the first one to hit a home run for this team and put your hand down because you're fucking lying so <laughs> like you know what i mean like it was just it was crazy i was like oh shit like i mean pender like you know look at this dude he's, he's popping off a little bit and I'll say this too, like uh, we saw the debut of Sergio Romo the other night. Uh, he only pitched the one inning. He got into a little bit of a jam. He worked his way out of it though. Like I think he had like two runners on base or something, and like nobody out, and then he didn't give up a single run. And I love Romo and like the energy and the personality that he is on this team, and you know that he's, you know, what I mean, like I'm, I'm hoping that he's also going to be like, you know, that good, as cliche as it sounds, you know, that good veteran presence, you know, that maybe some of the younger guys like Puck and such can, you know look to you know for some like you know for some wisdom on how they can improve their game and everything the bad that i take away from this series pretty much everything else (laughs) 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 oh my 
God, man. Like, all right, well, no. Well, getting more into specifics, it was just like, you know, a, a lot of the time it just didn't really seem like anybody besides Chad Pender showed up to the field that day. Like, it was, I mean, and the other thing, too, that sucks with this is that, you know, we're, we're dealing with injuries to, you know, three key pieces of our team now. Murphy was out of the game on opening night, hit by pitch. And we haven't seen him since. Ramon Laureano the other night slid into first base, messed up his wrist. We don't know when we're going to see him again. Like, you know, and, and the thing is that, like, you know, oh, these are, like, day-to-day whatever. But it's just, I, it, it's still, you know what I mean? Like, those are, like, really big parts of our team. And we are without them for the time being. And it hurts and it shows. And then we get into Chad Pender again because he left today with the left knee sprain He's getting an MRA tomorrow, and I'm like, oh my god, man, please, no. It was the one good thing about this team the past weekend. Like, it, you know, like, I just, I really, really, really hate our approach at the plate. Like, well, like, either, like, here's the thing that I noticed is that, like, we're patient, which is good. I like when we're patient. What I don't like is fishing for walks or, you know, to the point where, you're staring at breaking pitches that are down the dick on multiple occasions. That should be tanked out, yeah. And the other and the other thing is, if we're not doing that, then we are daddy hacking at every pitch that comes, you know, even remotely close to where the plate is. And it's just like, it's so irritating because it's like, every time we'll find ourselves in a situation where we have runners on base or something, and it's like, oh, you know, we're off to a great start to this inning, you know, somebody, like, hit a double and there's nobody out and you know, whatever, and then we'll end up stranding that runner because we can't figure out how to just make contact with the ball, put it in play, and try and advance the runner. Like, we just have, you know what I mean? Like, we're up there fishing for the home run or fishing for the walk, and it's just really frustrating because, like, I miss Tommy Westella so bad. Like, you can ask me any day of the week, any time, whatever, okay, like, what, like, the biggest thing for me this offseason was, I wanted to get Lacello back. There was no shot we were getting Liam back. That man was going to, you know, require a shitload of money to get him back, which, we're the Oakland A's, we don't exactly do that around here, we like to pretend we're the poor boy team and shit, even though our owner is in, like, the top five for net worth amongst donors, that's a topic for another time, fuck John Fisher, um, sell the team, Fisher. Sell the team, Fisher. Um, and you know, and Semyon, like, here's like, I like Semyon, I really do. Okay, but like, I'm gonna be real. I like, I'm not really tore up that he's gone because, like, you know, yeah, 2019. I, I think that's fair though. Like, yeah, like, I, I, I understand the reason of wanting TLS back because, like, Tommy Lasella was very good uh, for the Angels. I thought you guys stole him. Oh, we absolutely uh, from did. Them. And I, I really thought, like, hey, this is a guy who fits the A's moniker of we get on, I get on base, I swing it, I swing at the, at the baseball, and, I, like, this is a grit-and-grind type guy where he, you're not going to hear a lot of talk about him, but he's going to be de- dearly beloved by the A's fans. And, like, that's... Yeah, because... A, you know? And his approach, like, just... Like, he was the right amount of patient to where, like, you can't throw him a cock shot and just, like, expect him to stand there and take it. Like, he's going to swing at that pitch... You know, but he's not going to daddy hack it and try and hit the home run every single time he's up there. He's going to shorten up, put the ball in play, you know, shoot a gap or something, you know, drive in runs when they're on base. 
you know, but he's also got a really great eye. Like, he will, like, he'll take the walk and everything. You know, I was like, oh, dude, like, this guy, this guy is a stud. We need to get him back because I'm like, if we have someone like that in our lineup, yes, it's only one hitter out of, like, a lineup of, you know, eight other guys, but it still helps a lot. And it would really help us a lot right now when we've been in so many... You know what, actually? Let me get my phone out real quick. How many fucking runners did we leave on base that series? I'm really... <sighs> I think you put it in... Uh, Bielot's Discord all. Oh, I put oh. a... No, I was like... We scored nine runs, and the Astros scored 35 uh, in that series. Yeah, yeah. And in all, except for one of the games that we played the Astros in, they scored nine runs. They literally, like, matched our total for the entire series across three of the four games we played and the one where they didn't they scored eight so it's like you sure. know like so it's just the, the pitching the pitching the pitching the pitching the pitching like i know that i can't be too upset with the pitching because it's like the season just started people are probably still trying to like you know work out the kinks whatever this is a really good astros lineup i understand that but it's like it just like felt to the point where it was like we are bleeding runs and it's like, it would take us forever to actually do something to respond, you know, just, just even get like one run back or something, you know? And then the right. pitching would like almost immediately give up like back-to-back -back homers or something and, you know, just like dig the hole Kill even deeper again. It's like, it was, it was just like, it was aggravating. I'm just like, dude, what the hell? Oh my God. It was just, it was a rough series all around. Oh yeah. And it doesn't get any easier either because you know who we get to play tomorrow? We get to play the World Series champion 2020 LA Dodgers, who, by the way, added the Cy Young Award winner to their team, who almost no-hit the Rockies a couple of days ago. Oh, and we get to face hey. that guy, too. <laughs> yeah, and the Yankees get the red-hot 3-0 Orange Bird Orioles. I'm very excited. Oh, I'm so oh, look out for the Orioles. Well, <laughs> well, no, not to, not for nothing. The Orioles played a played a great series against the Red Sox. Like, I'm not just saying that because like the Red Sox aren't exactly the greatest team in the world either, or anything like that. Like, just I mean, John Means on opening day for them came out and pitched a gem. Like, he went like seven innings, no walks, one hit, one hit. I'm like, that is amazing. Like, that is oh so, man. You're also going to hear me talk about, uh, th so this is my first time doing fantasy, like anything this year, basically. And I drafted a couple Red Sox to my team, which a lot of people would make fun of me and say, you know, oh, fake Yankees fan. He's, you know, this, that, or the other. I actually love a lot of Red Sox players, which, um, my mother just rolled over in her grave hearing me say, but, <laughs> um, we're going to ignore that. So, um, I have Verdugo. I have Hunter Renfro. I have uh, Bobby Dahlbeck, and I think I have one other, but I, it, it's not coming to me right now. Um, they've all, to my knowledge, gone hitless or have drawn maybe one walk because the Orioles have fucking sh shit on them. I'm like, man, I just want to have some competition right now because my, my team is built more for the future with more prospects and stuff like that. So, um but it, I so I did keep tabs on that series and like other things around the league have really been fun. Miguel Cabrera hitting the first home run of the season. Shout out Paul Sporer. Shout out CLG. Our our uh, Detroit boys. 
Yes, that sir. was so cool to see, man. In the snow. In the snow majestic. and everything. Yes. Sliding Dude. into second because he thought he didn't get it. <laughs> I mean, he lost so into the good, snow. Dude. It was like, dude. Oh my goodness, so man. Good, dude. I loved, I love that. And can like, we talk about our man Nick Castellanos for a second too? Oh, while the we're Cassie talking boy. about around the league, like, dude, this man is out here in these streets right now, like popping off on pitchers when he scores on a wild pitch, hitting tanks. Like he's second. Like, listen, I know that this is a very small sample size. He's second in the league right now with a 1947 OPS. This man is hitting uh, uh, peak baseball years with his OPS right now in 1947. <laughs> but freaking no, Cassie's a stud. Um, I that Reds team so far, they've looked really good. They I you know I I expected a competitive series from them in the Cards, but other than opening day, it's been it's a lot been of Reds. Red, yeah, no, I'm I mean Reds, so their offense has been you know really. I will say though, I was watching that Reds game today this morning uh i have them in a wins pool uh i have them in like the white Sox and the fucking giants of all teams man i have to ugh. but you know Gross. Uh, like you know, part of it was like the reds hitters doing their thing a lot of it too was like i feel like it was there were like a few different plays where i was like okay the cardinals should have been out of this inning by now but like you know they flubbed the ground ball or like they, you know, they just didn't like pick it up cleanly or, you know what I mean? Like just, it, it seems something that I, at least I've been talking about with guys and calls and stuff this week has all been lots of unearned runs have lots scored. Of yeah. Lots of unearned runs. So I think defenses are, I wouldn't say the guys are, um, rusty, you know, they just did spring training, like a full spring training for, um, for this year. But, it's a little, it's it's kind of weird, you know, uh, that there's so many unearned runs in the league right now. You know, maybe defense is just regressing. Um, or, you know, it's just guys are getting slow starts. But that's something that I've kind of taken away from first couple of days of, of baseball for sure. have been unearned runs. And, like, I feel like the shifts, too, I think, I think guys are really starting to hit against their shifts. Yeah. Like, it, it's starting to get... Oh, the shift that you set me for, you know, like it's almost like like a fuck you to the shift, and there, dude, it's free real against. estate. Like you're literally gonna set mm -hmm. up to where I have this entire half of the field. Like that was something that Olson, you know, was doing for a little bit anyway. Like he was like he would go up there sometimes and drop a bunt against the shift because there was so much open field over oh, here. Oh yeah, like, I I think a couple years ago, like the first guy I ever really saw use it to his advantage was uh. Rizzo, right? What was Rizzo? Rizzo's done it. Uh, I remember Todd Frazier when he was a Yankee. He did it a couple oh, times. Oh, Todd Father, Reds legend. Love, love the Todd Father. Um, but I I think it's just so funny because uh, I was watching the Rangers game because I have the Royals in a wins pool, and Joey Gallo literally just has the whole left side. You got four outfielders on the on the center or right side of the baseball. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the bunt, especially, like, it's not my favorite, but since it's a part of the game, I would say utilize it and lay a fucking bunt down and get on base. Like, when they're that's a very that old school mentality, but, like, 
but you when gotta, they're giving you, you can that get on much, base, get on base, brother. When they have that much free, like, open space for them, like, I've seen a couple of shifts against Gallo in particular where it's like, there's literally one guy on that entire side of the field. That is fucking it. <laughs> like, I was like, really? Really? I... <laughs> I don't understand why people are, like, complaining about this so much. Like, oh, it takes away offense. Well, I mean, that's on the hitter then because look look at this. There's nobody look at, look at out what they there. Do. I mean, for example, too, um, <clears throat> watching the Yankees, I feel like they've been shifting DJ better because DJ's thing is always he can shoot the ball between your shift and in between the gap and lay the ball in where it's not. And the Blue Jays, their defense really set up a couple good ones where if he hit it into one gap, they're going to move and defend that gap, and he couldn't make the adjustment to get it through. Because as much as, like, DJ has some power, he's a slap hitter. You, yeah, you, you're he... going to get balls hit at guys or in that vicinity. It's just not going to be on that part of the field. He he's hits trying the ball to hit to... it into the open gap. He hits the ball to all fields, and that yeah. is such a valuable asset to have at the top of your lineup. Yeah, and he... So far, only has, I believe, one or two hits at the start of the year. And a lot of his outs have been ground outs because they've been shifting him so well. So, like, I, I think defense at the start of this year has either been very suspect or very good for teams. You know, with errors flooding through and through, though. I mean, like, for the for the love of God, Fernando Tatis Jr. had has four errors through four games so far. Yeah, Everyone's I... human. I got to watch Matt Chapman make an error today. That was uh, that was definitely a sobering oh, experience. That one hurts both of us. I love Matt. I love Chap. Uh, that's, that's my guy. It hurts. Um, no, but like uh, you know, touching back on the Yankees again for a second. You know, going back to Gary specifically, um, the Blue Jays pitching staff is kind of slept on. Like these dudes aren't slouches. Like that that first oh, homer no. of the season that he hit, like. That was off for you, and like that dude finished top three Cy Young voting last year. Like, in, in, yeah, he's... no, Ryu is a stud. As much as like I um, have said a couple things against him for the Dodgers series that the Yankees had, which was like the only time we'd ever seen him because the Yankees don't play the Dodgers. Um, we crushed him, and then I believe last year he didn't have the best start against us either. So, like, I I was kind of. Ryu's good. I don't know how, how he's going to be, but him and Cole were very... They threw a lot of pitches. The batters gave him a lot to face, but they both were still very good. They were both aces that day. Yeah, and, like, and you know, touching on, like, the hitters for a second, too. Like, everybody... I don't know. Like, I feel like I've been just, like, across the board. I feel like I've been seeing a lot more walks lately. Like, shout-out yeah. to, shout to Kyle for this one. Byron Buxton walked, like, twice on opening day and that just uncle fucking buck baby He's uncle fucking now. buck dude yeah he, he walks now like that is with how fast he is too i mean and, and the fact that he hits for power like it's just he's he's really if he can stay healthy which like that's that's like the biggest thing with him can he stay healthy blah 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 you probably heard it a thousand times already but like i'm starting to buy the you know maybe he could legitimately be in that mvp conversation like i think he absolutely can be it's just if he stays healthy i think he's such a threat i mean a lot of the yankee series against the twins to their credit i i believe buxton was hurt or he just didn't perform well you know and 
he's such a big part of that team, dude. He is such a great defender. He, and he plays in a hard field where you have to defend and center. Real I got a lot of five tool player. Paul Sporer definitely put me on Uncle Buck because being a Yankees fan, the twins don't scare me much. But that guy can that guy is a fucking legit baseball player. Oh that yeah. Byron Buxton is a problem. Like I'll be I'll be real. It wasn't even, you know, any specific person that put me on to Byron Buxton either. It was surprise, surprise, it was MLB the show. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. No, no, Buck in the show, he, uh, ooh, that boy, that boy got a swing. That boy got a swing on him. Oh, man, like, even, like, even when his live series was down to, like, a silver and everything, too, like, it, it didn't even matter. Like, he's just going to, like, mash baseballs. Elite defender in the outfield, has the cannon, can steal bases if you need him to and everything. I was like, oh, wow, you know. Especially because right. I'm friends with, you know, not even just a Twins fan, but, like, just a very sharp-minded baseball person in general in Kyle. And, you know, I'm, I'm listening to him, like, tell me these things about Buxton, and I'm, like, I'm watching that first Twins game with him, and I'm watching Byron, like, take walks, and just, he when he gets into one, that fucker hits that ball, man, like. I mean, he hit a fucking 450 in Miller Park. That shit still hasn't landed. I don't care. Like, it's still going. Like, we're talking about this. The first pod will be out. We'll be on pod 30, and it'll still, you know, it's just <laughs> going. It's doing rotations. I'm land in my backyard. <laughs> oh, my God, though, man. Yeah, no, it's um, just baseball is back, and my soul has, like, hardly ever felt so rejuvenated. Oh, my God. I mean, I was so nervous. And that game went into extras, and like, uh, not. I'm gonna sound like a biased person because it happened to my team, but I've defend, I've defended this statement from day one. The extra innings runner on second to start is the stupidest rule in baseball right now. The A's had a bunch of walk-offs in 2020 that were helped out because of that rule, and I agree, it is like the dumbest shit to me. Like, I can't get behind it. I've got no problem if it's in like the 12th inning or 13th inning that is something i'm here for but it should not be in the 10th inning because yeah, yeah. it's it, I, kyle actually said it best to me you, you played a hard fought game you play nine innings of baseball you're going to extra innings and then you just kind of get a cheap win like it it, it just doesn't feel great like i yeah, i that's... know it looks great on the wins column but like I would imagine it even doesn't even feel as good as an actual like walk-off win. Like for example, in the Yankees game against the Blue Jays, Nick Nelson gave up one hard-hit ball which Judge was out of position for and it was a double and then he pitched like a really great inning. If there's no runner on second, the game more than likely would have gone to extra extra innings. So it's just a very frustrating thing. I I also think next year hopefully we will have Universal DH. I I have Zach Gallon in fantasy. Please. And Zach and Zach please. fucking Gallon got hurt swinging a bat in string training. He he has a fracture on his arm because he swung the bat in spring fucking training, dude. 
Like, it's ridiculous at this point that people think that pitchers should be hitting. No There's more no... strategy! I mean, dude, you literally have a spot in the lineup where or, you can... If you're, if, or you can do what the Angels are doing right now with Otani, if you have the balls to do shit like that. I mean, if you have someone that can hit like Otani, I mean... I mean that's means. fair, but, like, <laughs> there's no reason. If your pitcher can't hit like Otani, he shouldn't be hitting. That's what I meant to say. Like that, yeah, no, that, I agree completely. That's, like, it's if just... If your pitcher cannot hit like Otani, he should not be at the plate. Like, listen, like, There's the designated no hitter, like, you know, oh, it takes the strategy out. Well, I mean, are you not considering, like, the sort of strategy that goes into having one spot in your lineup where you can put him anywhere in that lineup that you want? You can put whatever hitter that you have available on your roster anywhere you want like you know what i mean like there's just a lot of different ways to think about it like do you get like the big bat in the cleanup spot do you get like a speedy boy in like you know the leadoff spot or something you know a good like you know contact like get on base kind of person maybe not the best offensively sort of thing like there's a whole like different you know plethora like Mar of ways marcelo that... zuna is gonna get plate appearances taken away from this year because there's no universal dh in the nl that's something that's just so sad to me because he had such a great year last year that I want to see the guy who led the NL in home runs swing the fucking bat, dude. Really? Like, he did? It was him and him and uh, Tatis, I think. Wow. If I'm not mistaken. So. Well, I mean, yeah. Google don't fail me now. I'm going gonna, I'm I'm gonna to pull sure. this up. If I am wrong... Um, no, no, but yeah. I, I, mean, I, I think I think I'm right. He's at least top three. Yeah, Maybe something like that. Um, let me see here. Twenty twenty NL home run leader. Um. All right, here we go. Oh my god, I'm I'm scrolling through looking for home runs and like listen to this. This is nuts. <laughs> Batting average, Juan Soto. On base percentage, Juan Soto. Slugging, Juan Soto. It's almost like Juan Soto's good at baseball or something. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I think I think he's know. good. Oh my god, you're actually right. It was Marcelo Zuna at 18. Tatis had 17. Duvall had 16. Yeah, and then Duvall was up there too. Yeah. Um. Oh, shout out to Gina with 15, by the way. But yeah, I like that. That's my spiel on rules in baseball right now. That like, I just am not a fan of. I also I I don't know if we got postseason confirmation yet. Let's not do two wild cards. Can, can we just do the one game? <laughs> I I I don't see the reason, dude. Yeah, it, it just I mean, let's have four teams from the same division make the playoffs and like. You could argue that, like, two of them don't even belong there. I'm yeah. looking directly at the Brewers on that one specifically, but also, like, like what? Like, let me see here. Like, the Cardinals, the Reds. I mean, the, the, Red, the Reds were a good team in 2020. Like, the, the, the bats were inconsistent. Their pitching was dynamite. Yeah. But, like, who? It, it, pretty much, every, like, every team in that division besides the Pirates made the play. Yeah, the Cubs made the playoffs, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, the fucking Chicago Cubs made the playoffs last year. <laughs> and I don't I know they made it to the ALCS and it's not 2017 anymore, but you shouldn't make it into the baseball playoffs 
We were talking the Major League Baseball playoffs with 162 normal games and in a 60-game 60, a 60 season, a team with 29 wins made it in. Fuck you, Houston. They were below 500. Well, I mean, <laughs> they were one fucking game away from getting the World Series, dude. Oh, my God. Um, um, I mean, incredible to them for getting that far, but, like, should not have been there, dude. It's almost. It is almost respectable how they've like you know taken this villain identity label whatever and they've really like owned that and they've like embraced it and made that like who they are i will say almost as a yankees fan who has to put the villain mask on a lot it get it's it's it gets easier over time and i think because last year was a shortened season there were no fans I think that they've actually had more time to kind of sink it in and just be like, well, last year we almost got to the World Series. Like, let's do it again and prove them all fucking wrong. And I I, I appreciate them for doing that. I, I'm never going to root for them again. I don't, but, or at least this team, this this breed of Astros, I'm not yeah, going to root for. Yeah, like this, this current, like, get you a new core of players in there, get you some new uniforms, whatever. Okay, just yeah. like completely... You know, and then we can talk about it. Honestly, mm-hmm. I wouldn't hate if they went back to, like, their brick reds that they had in the 2000s. Those were very hot. Please bring those back. I love those. Um, I I am also partial to those. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with Clouds there. Bring those back. Oh, man, with, like, the fucking, like, you know, the era of, like, Biggio and, Ber- and Berkman and... Oh, my God, no. Those so good. So hot. Yes. So good. That's when they should have won the World Series. <laughs> oh my god Cardinals. well shout out gershi baby on the, on the one hand i mean yes on the other hand the white Sox in 2005 though true shout that's out lefty fair. that's very fair shout out lefty uh yeah no um in closing though uh this is this is a show that you can expect to see uh once a week Maybe more if we feel so compelled to... Oh, if we feel... Uh, oh, boy. Yeah, it just depends on, like, the kind of, like, you know... What kind of energy are you working on with on a given day. Stuff like that. You know? Yeah. Um, do you want to say, uh, you know, shout out to all of our friends that support us and uh, that got us here and have pushed us to get here. Put us um, in a position to make this possible. Shout out to Famous for making this kick-ass, you know, cover art for us. Won't be famous, you beautiful, amazing person. I love you so, so much. Thank you so much for making that. Such a dope cover. It's really, yeah, like, I mean, I just, because, <laughs> like, I, I guess this will be, like, our little closing story. Uh, sure. But, like, we've... <laughs> We're we're both pretty big on the Silk Sonic duo of Anderson Pack and uh, Ooh, Bruno Mars. Baby. I dude, I need the rest of that album so bad. But like, you know, we we were both like really you know big on Leave the Door Open, and I was like you know trying to like think of ideas for what we could do for a title card. And then I looked at that again, and I'm like, oh my god, wait a minute, it has to be, it has to be this, it has to be, you know, and. I pitched the idea to Famous. I was like, you know, can we do this? I'm like, you know, let's put like our own little unique spin on it. Uh, so it's more us and 
less of like a direct ripoff essentially and it came out dope i love it everybody that's seen it loves it and uh yeah this is we're probably going to be keeping this until you know the sun fizzles out because it's fantastic <laughs> yeah i mean uh shout out to famous for one time and um like i said you know i i know that we talked a lot of baseball we talked about ourselves quite a bit but this is uh you know, we are just here to hang out. We're here to vibe. We're gonna be talking about the stuff in our weeks, and uh, we're here to have a good time. And we hope that you guys do too. Whatever um, feels natural, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, like expect I, I us. I guess I guess to uh, also close, if we want to, you know, give ourselves shoutouts and stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, Twitter Twitter coming soon. Uh, <laughs> yep, you can. And then. Uh, if you want to follow us personally, uh, I'll let clouds do their stuff, but you can follow uh, me on yeah. Twitter at MC Will Easy, uh, capital M C W and E. If you want to follow me on Twitch, it's twitch.tv slash MC Will Easy, capital M C W and E. And, uh, yeah, I tweet a lot. I stream quite a bit and I'd love to see you there. I, and then, you know, if you're not in my chats, I hope, I hope you're on clouds because clouds streams are great and their Twitter is awesome. Ah, hell, I try. Uh, speaking on that, though, uh, you can find me at uh, K1. Uh, the, 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 I in, the I in my name has to be a one because, like, you know, shout out to League of Legends dude who won't vacate his <laughs> handle. But, yeah, King of the Clouds on Twitter and Twitch. The I is a one. Drop a follow. Come through. Say what's up. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's, there's a lot of emotionally charged a's tweets on there right now um oh there will be a lot of baseball on my twitter and a lot of wrestling on my twitter and a lot of uh Yanko yankees emotionally charged tweets so yeah if we you like stuff like that though we're fans we're fans we are know? we are fans of our teams and we don't give a fuck like i am we never your timeline be, i'm sorry I'm i am not never gonna, gonna be someone to yeah no i'm not gonna apologize for being who i am and nope yeah so, uh, yeah, no, we're just, we're going to go ahead and wrap here. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.